is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely, man. And I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. We back in the saddle, AB. How you feeling, my brother? Feeling good, feeling great. Uh, Action-packed episode. We finally got some good music that came out over the weekend, man. So excited man, to talk about that. Cannot wait. We finally got some albums. It seems like the lockout, freeze, cold period, <laughs> whatever was going on in the music industry is apparently over. However, before we get to that Larry June and Alchemist and that DJ drama review, we're going to tell you about DJ Academics calling out the big three. Mm -hmm. We're also going to talk about Complex doing their top 10 media ranking. Well, actually, they did more than 10. That's true. And we'll talk about Bandman Kivo suing Gunna for misrepresentation. But AB first, yesterday capped off dream fest that is j cole's annual festival that he has right there in north carolina he does it for the home crowd man and ab i very rarely tune into these streaming events it has to be a big deal and last night was a big deal and i tuned in and watched your man's come through and absolutely smoke the Dreamville set. My question to you is a, a simple one. Does Drake regret bring, oh, excuse me, does J. Cole regret bringing Drake out to Dreamfest? Uh, Dreamville Fest, but yeah, I, I, I don't believe so. Um, for those that don't know, it's a two-day event, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Sunday night, of course, multiple acts, just like every other festival that's ever been created. But Sunday night was the big boy. The closer, the headliner was J. Cole and Drake. A lot of people weren't even sure if Drake was going to pull up for real, for real, as he was just in Miami in the club <laughs> two nights ago. Um, but J. Cole did a couple of his joints. And then, as promised, Drake came out. Drake did some bangers from back in the day. But then he pulled a little something differently. He brought out a couple of guests, a couple of friends, 21 Savage, Glorilla. He brought out Lil Wayne. You may have heard of him. Uh, he pulled out, brought out Lil Uzi Vert, who's got arguably one of the hottest songs in the country right now. And then he went back to doing more of his hits. So to answer the question, did he – so he was clearly outshined. Cole was outshined by Drake, let's be clear. Was that a mistake? No, because it created a moment and it gave a reason for people to watch. At the end of the day, it's the Dreamville Festival, and those people who went – there's not a person in there that can't say they didn't get their money's worth after that. What, what Drake did at the end, dude, especially if you're a fan. So if I'm there, I got my money's worth. It was lit. I don't care if I got my money's worth because Cole shook it because Drake shook it because Wayne, wh whoever the fuck shook it on stage. When I was standing in the grass in the middle of the thousands of people, whoever shook it, I got my money's worth. So it's a W for the nigga that brought this on. And that's Cole. Cause it's his festival. Um, it was a moment for the weekend, uh, definitely a dope one at that. So salute to Cole and Drake for coming through and shutting it down. Man, shout out to Champagne Poppy coming through again and absolutely smoking the Dreamville Fest. Um, what do he do? Man, smoked it to be like, let's be completely clear on any one that didn't see it you need to go watch the replay because replay, he definitely smoked that we were joking with him extra in the in the group chat because you know cole is his boy yeah uh, just giving him a hard time however i do agree with you if i'm j cole man i would have felt like such a fucking boss like this nigga this is a nigga that i can call to come to riley north carolina nigga ain't been here in eight years yep. and not only do we come through show up show out that nigga bro arguably the best rapper ever Yep. The hottest female rapper that's out right now. He yep. brought the nigga that he doing an album with, right? Like, no. Drake came through and put on, and it didn't take anything away from what Cole do, because Cole ain't, that ain't Cole. None of that is J. Cole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of that what Drake did is J. Cole, but it is Drake. And I really commend Cole for recognizing that what a moment that would be for the people from close to his hometown and from his home state. So, nah, he shouldn't feel like, damn, and they came through and smoked it on a competitive thing because, again, it was a boss move. I'm sitting you know. back there like, nigga, 
Because I didn't see J. Cole at the OVO Fest. I don't know if Drake can make that happen. <laughs> like, I don't know if Cole will come do that. However, Cole was able to make that happen. And I'm sure it felt good, too, because those brothers came up. They kept referring to each other as brothers. I'm sure it felt amazing to J. Cole to be like, hey, bro, come do my festival for me. What's the rate that I need to pay? Not come through and show me love. Right. Not come through on the strength of we brothers. Come through like I'm a boss. I can pay you whatever you asking for because I got it and you worth it. Nope. And come through and shake it. That had to feel great for both of those guys. Drake not having to dumb down his price and being like, well, shit, I need this. And Cole being like, okay, cool. Because I've been that successful. You've been that successful. You worth it. I love to see it, bro. Yeah, no, it was definitely a good look, though. And and it's, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think, um, who got the bar? I think Cole got the bar where he's like two legends can't coexist. I forgot who said that, and I'm mad about that. I can't remember if that was Cole that was or Cole. whoever. Yeah, so was, I think that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was okay. So and that's good to see too. Like I, I know we all like the beef and the competitive shit, and Kendrick may throw a shot every once in a while at this person and all that's cool, but it's even cooler to see two bosses on stage and two A-listers, two of the 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 three people who have been running the rap game for the last 10 years on stage showing love and respect. Um, that's even cooler because the fans win at the end of the day. It's a good show that comes out of it, dude. So at, at the end of the day, everybody wins, dude, in my opinion. Um, but salute to everybody that came through, though. I know Glorilla was originally on the, the schedule for Sunday, but she did not come out for her set. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if a flight was delayed or what, but she ended up, again, coming out real quick for Drake's thing. So at least people got that fixed. Um, but it was a it was a good little lineup, man. It had a, a nice mix of artists, R and B, hip hop. Saturday was pretty nice too. Your boy Sir was out there. Uh, La Dirt, Key Glock, City Girls was, was City Girls was out there, man. They were looking hide out there too. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Ari Lennox, Sean Paul, Usher closed it out. It was a nice lineup, man. So salute again. I'm too old to be standing out there in the middle of these thousands, this sea of people to really enjoy it. These streams are perfect for a nigga like me at the crib in HD. We're going to watch this shit on whatever app is going to have it. And I'm going to chill in the comfort of my own confines, dude. So thank you for whoever created that shit. They've been doing it for a minute with like Coachella and shit, but HD me, dog. I'm good. I'm, I'm straight at the crib. That was good to see. You're absolutely right. And I don't know what it would take for me to be out there in that because <laughs> Drake yeah, ain't nothing. Like, that, that's, I, I, it, it, I have no idea what it would take, but I know I'm not motivated to do that at all. So thank God for <laughs> as you said. But yeah, that was a great show, man. I, I enjoyed seeing it. I really liked how satisfied the people in the crowd looked. Like you seen Drake like put on. Like he didn't come, like, I'm gonna come do this with my boy, do two, three songs, and I'm out of there. Like he really he went in his bag yeah. and really owned up to it. That shit was fire, man. And the crowd was turned the crowd was turned up too, though. It was turned up. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody came out, did their thing. That shit was fire. There's was nothing cool. you could do for me for me to be out there in that crowd. There's yeah. nothing you couldn't pay me to be out there. Short of nigga being like, man, Tupac came back from Cuba and this is the only <laughs> show that he's doing ever again in life. That that might that it might get me out there. Other than that, I'm uh -huh. good. Oh, uh, shit. Moving on, man. Speaking of Cole, uh, everybody wasn't a fan of him this week. Uh, DJ Academics, your mans. Um, right. We're going to see where he landed on his complex media outlets. Maybe he made the list. Maybe he didn't. But DJ Academics mm -hmm. came out and called out the big three that we just spoke about. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake for avoiding hip-hop media. This all spawned from the interview that J. Cole did with um, homie from ESPN, Bob Myers, when they were talking sports and hip-hop. And uh, he was like, man, quote, J. Cole and the rest of y'all big rappers, no wonder y'all get shitted on by hip-hop outlets. Y'all get so big in the game, they use the culture and they use all of these blogs. Not saying you need to. I don't care if you do an interview with me, but I know a lot of journalists in the game and they won't speak up. And a lot of them still really hope to get that interview. I say fuck all these niggas. End quote. That's right. Does academics have a point about the big three avoiding hip-hop media? He does. I mean, but they took pages out of other genres of music, book, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, um, shit. How often do you see those people sit down? with big media um and i also think that for a strange reason someone like drake kendrick or cole would see well would say well who is a big enough platform for me to go sit down with because when you do have a taylor swift sit down it's like good morning america or some right. shit like that 
So I can understand J. Cole being like, oh, date Bob Meyer, ESPN, shit, that's a big look. However, academics has a point, man. In order to continue to have, and we're going to go over this hip-hop media list, in order to continue to have these outlets gain power and respect abroad, outside of hip-hop, the respected people in this space should get as journalists, a J. Cole, a Drake, a Kendrick Lamar is going to have to sit down with them and do the interview. Even if it feels like, oh, well, I'm bigger than this, you're not bigger than the culture. You're not bigger than sitting down. And, and act, like academics said, it doesn't have to be you, me, academics, Joe Budden, but it could be someone who's fluent in hip-hop and can ask you the questions that you're not answering on Good Morning America or sitting with ESPN. Because you still should entertain your base and your core. That would be like me and you splitting away from doing this and being like, well, I mean, the, only, the people that started listening to us on deck, we really don't got nothing to talk to them about no more. That would be dumb. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do agree with academics and actually him coming up and speaking up about it. But he does have the benefit of like, I, he don't need them niggas. Like, right. Them niggas will probably never give him an interview, never would. And people that listen to him know that. And that's part of his appeal. However, the other people in this space that could benefit from those interviews, I think that those guys should be giving them to him. He's right. Um, I remember Nori said this about uh, Cardi B Cardi not B. too long ago. Mm-hmm. Man, here's the thing. It's not just the big three that aren't giving academics interviews. There's a whole lot of people that's not giving him interviews. So he needs specifically. <laughs> it ain't just them, big dog. So let's be clear. Let's call it what it is. They may not be giving you the interviews because of who you are in the in the lane that you're in. And everything everything doesn't need a J. Cole and Drake interview. They don't need to be on on all of these platforms. If you look up the last, if you look up the last Kendrick interview, it was with Big Boy. It was 10 months ago. That was the last one that that's actual real interview that he did. If you look at the last real Drake interview, it was with Yachty. Oh, stop, bro. See, no. Nah, okay, we'll take it back before then. It was with Rap Radar. It was three years ago. Right. Like, right. these niggas don't interview like that, bro. <laughs> like, that's first off. Nigga, these niggas interview once every six years. So I get it. It's coveted. You really, really want to be the one that it comes to. But can you see Kendrick on Drink Champs? Can you see yes. J. Cole on Academics? Like, you can't, like you can't I, I, see I that. I don't even know Academics. I've never so, watched an Academics show. And all of these niggas, all three of them have already done Breakfast Club. They don't need reoccurring roles on that shit. So, like, I, I don't understand what exactly he's trying. Other than, please come do my show. I don't understand exactly what he means or who he's fighting for. Now, you can say other people think that, and that's because they just really want them on their show. But sometimes, man, bro, it's these. you can be past doing something, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and it's not a slight on the platform, you just may be past that, or it may not make sense for the artist. That, that those two things can can actually be true. See, that's what I disagree with you on when you say the make sense part of it. I think we all understand that for those three guys, especially, they don't have to do media. Like I don't gotta do Period. none of this. Yeah, right. Right. So I'm still gonna sell my albums as a fan, though. And I'm asking you this as a fan. It would be fun to see J. Cole on Carissa, please, dude. It would be fun to see Kendrick Lamar on Drink Champs. And I'm just speaking for hip-hop in general because not only would they, for those platforms, it would be dope, but other platforms would pick those up because those names are so big. And I didn't go there to give you the information. I went to Nori. I went to Joe Budden. I came to the On Deck TV podcast. Whatever it is, it would just be fun and it would up the culture like that stagnant period that you and I were just talking about from December to fucking February. Go do interviews. Make this shit fun. Make it like what you and I used to do every month when we went to go pick up a source or a double XL magazine and they had the interviews in there. Of course, that was less invasive and you ain't got to sit down and talk to somebody for three hours, I'm assuming. But still, I think the work has to be put in to continue to push the culture forward. I really didn't like the Drake and y'all thing just because i mean i don't think that was for me but fans of a million dollars worth of game our show whatever shows out there to see those big names on there every once in a while it ain't got to be every six months or nothing but just every once in a while you're like damn i wasn't expecting that you know what i'm saying that that, that's cool i feel like no i i I definitely get that but you come on now drink champs has has had huge names on their shit they have like i'm talking about these niggas though i mean it's only three of them like, like, there's only three big three, dude. One of them got to do something. 
or at least Cardi or like like where she been at? Like, come talk. Talk about what, man? She ain't got no Jay-Z music. At. Where's Jay Z? Where's Ja Rule? <laughs> ja Rule? No fuck. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, uh, that, but uh, where's Ja Rule? He, he, I, I get it. As as a creator, I I understand what he's saying. I'm not mad. I'm not actually mad at the statement or the feelings toward it. But realistically, one he doesn't need. Don't come out and be like, I don't need y'all. And but then ask where y'all, y'all at? Why y'all don't do this, it. nigga? Shut up, dude. Like which one is Good it? Do you not need them or where is it? Where message. y'all at? Like come on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, good message, wrong message, 100%. Basically. I agree with you, though. All right, man. Let's get into this Larry June and Alchemist project. What's the name of it again? The Great Escape? Yeah. A.B., we talked about this for a while. Been much anticipated. Documentaries on YouTube. It dropped over the weekend. What did you think? Is this the first top 10 worthy album of the year man i have been anticipating this project ever since it was announced uh several months ago i'm a huge fan of the alchemist sound that's going on right now i'm a huge fan of the larry june sound that he's kind of cultivated and mastered over the last few years probably post pandemic he's been really like kind of found his sound Bro, I and I and so I'm listening to the album and I'm I'm anticipating it like a motherfucker. And it's exactly what I needed it to be, dude. Like, listen, I I think I got to about number I think I got to Summer Rain with Ty Dollar Sign. And that made me pull up the merch link. But then by the time I got the Porsches in Spanish, that made me order one of everything on the site. Like I did like this is exactly what I need. I was actually mad that I wasn't in some type of tropical climate or at least California, dude. That's really where I wish I was at. Well, by the time I got the ocean sounds, I almost booked a flight, nigga, rented a drop just to drive up and down the coast, nigga, listen to this on repeat until I ran out of gas and then hitchhiked back to Atlanta. That's what this album had me wanting to do. And I feel like that's what it, that's what I was hoping it would do. That's what I was expecting it to do. And it matched it on all levels. I think... Alchemist is having a whole resurgence right now. He he been out for a very long time. It's almost like a re, rebirthing of him for these last couple of years. And I think that Larry June has mastered what it is he's trying to say and how he's trying to say it. He is speaking to directly to the fans that have been fucking with him these last couple of years, and it's working to a T. This shit was fire. It gave me everything I needed. What did you think? And the answer to the question is absolutely the first album worth talking about that'll be in our top 10 list at the end of the year for me. Up until this point, April, whatever the day is, it's been crickets. So this shit is crazy, and I can't wait to listen to it again. What did you think, though? Um, I second all of that. And in addition to it, like this was one of those albums where, like, you know how you don't listen to rap on Sundays? For you know, sure. You like listen to R&B and soul music. This is some rap that I would listen to on Sunday. Facts. And be perfectly cool with it, though. <laughs> you spoke to something about his message and knowing who he's talking to. Bro, like, what I love about Larry June, ain't, I'm not going to get no surprises, bro. It ain't yep. no club song. It ain't a radio song. It ain't nothing where I'm looking at the radio or like, like the fuck was he thinking on this? Like right. that nigga knows his lane and he goes 180 in it, bro. Like I <laughs> come with me if you fuck with this. This shit was fucking great. <laughs> like of to answer the question, yes, definitely top 10. Sure. But as I was listening to it, just like you, it's like, man, I can't wait to hear this when it's warm. Nope. With shorts and fucking designer sandals and fucking laying on a beach song goddamn where after just having a brunch breakfast like this is this what I asked for and this is the funny thing about Larry June either you get it or you don't like right. it ain't no in between oh it's alright for me sometimes like I've ran into some niggas when I was home last weekend I told you I went to Nashville and it was like man I just I don't get it bro like, yeah I don't, that's fair it ain't, no, it ain't for me yeah but if it's for you, if this yeah. is what you're looking for, like this shit is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like you said, shout out to Alchemist. He was in his bag. All the features fit perfectly. It was great to hear Action Bronson. It, <laughs> it was just good, man. The Slum yeah. Village feature. Like, who would have thought the nigga listening to the Slum? Like, what? Yeah. And that shit was perfect. 
Yeah. I agree with you. Definitely go get a drop top ride down the coastline in uh, California weather. That's on my bucket list with this album 100% before the summer's over, man. Jesus. Uh, it, it, it checked all the boxes. I watched a documentary on YouTube and he said it. He said, like, man, it, there's a making of this project documentary on YouTube for anybody looking for that. It's only like 12 minutes. It's an easy watch. He talked about, like, now, like, I'm, I'm, I figured out what people want to hear. I'm saying what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And it's still authentic yeah. to me. I'm not saying he's pandering. I'm saying he's figured out the way to get his message across in a way that people want to hear it. People have responded to it. Like, Bro, there's so many. The, the summer rain almost. I almost drove. I was listening to it driving the car. I almost just drove off the bridge that I was on. Like I wanted to just end it right then, <laughs> nigga. The um, what was it, man? What's the one? The one with Wiz Khalifa, dude. The what happened to the world? Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that shit. Stop. That shit is so tough. The album is banging, dude. I, I'm so glad this wasn't some slaw. Like I, like I would have been sick. I was looking forward to this. I was hyping this up in my head, gassing it. Yes. And it is, it is exactly what I needed. But to your point, though, because my man's hit me up over the weekend and was like, "Man, what came out? Man, what you listen to right now?" I'm like, "I'm on this Larry June." He was like, "Man, I can't really get into him." And I'm not mad at. Here's the, that, that, that's the thing about music, though. That, or that's the thing about people who have their own identity. It's gonna be for some people. And it's going to not be for some people. There's very clear lines, dude. He's not trying yeah. to appease everyone. You, it's either it's for you or it's music. not. And there's nothing wrong yeah, with it. This ain't pop music. It's, nah. it's Yeah, this is it has a specific crowd. This ain't Drake. You right. Know, J. Cole, like, I got a specific crowd of people that I'm talking to, and that's perfectly fine because that nigga does an amazing job at it. For me, that Ty Dolla Signs, the, the fucking... Orange Village, I like with Slum Village. Uh, the Art Talk with Bodie James. Porsches in Spanish. Oh Ocean Sounds. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> this shit is. This shit it's crazy. one after the other, man. Like, I. I this shit is crazy. He in his bag right now. I was telling now, my guy FIFO. I was mm -hmm. telling my guy FIFO from Dead and I said, bro, I don't know the last time that I've enjoyed an album so much with not killing the nigga wasn't mentioned. I don't right. know if drugs were mentioned, beef. It nah. wasn't like none of that, bro. Nah, it no street shit. Aggressive at all. It was just like it, I mean, I ain't even saying it wasn't no street shit. It just wasn't like I. It wasn't no dumb shit. Okay, yeah. Like well, it's I'm still some little hustle shit in there and stuff, but it was just like, bro, it, where I am in my life, like this is it. I put yeah. this on three hundred sixty-five days a year. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be banging this. I, I thought he couldn't talk because I love the project from last year. Um, the spaceships on the blade. That I thought that shit was print, man. That that spaceships on the blade went crazy. Was that was the pandemic drop. That shit was banging too. Mm. He, he in his bag. Jesus man, shout out to Larry man. Yeah, Good I'm job, fan. Larry. I'm mad. <laughs> exactly. I'm mad. He gonna be down here. Uh, man. July, and I'm out of town that weekend. Man, I'm super hot about that. Not that ticket is. Up. I'm going to that. I would go to that. This is over with. Yeah, I'm, I'm tickets cheap and like, shit. I'm mad as far. Like, I damn like it. swimwear, nigga. I reschedule my trip for that. Oh uh, shit! Want to get me up? Yeah, I'm hot. Um, next up, man, we had a second release. Like, look out now, hip hop heating okay. up. DJ Drama, your man has been on a meme promo run. Uh, for this latest project, he I don't know if y'all follow his social media, but he had been recreating scenes from Juice. Um, he argued, I mean, he uh, he's always told a story about how that was influential in him becoming a DJ. His new project, I'm Really Like That, uh, finally dropped. His first album since 2016. It's a long time, man. He's been out the game. He's been in CEO mode um, with Lil Uzi and uh, Jack Harlow, of course. My question, man, DJ Drama album, was it worth the, damn, what is that, six-year wait? Seven-year wait? Uh, yes. Drama went in his bag for this album. It wasn't as big as a Khaled album, but I respect him not trying to do that. Yeah. I'm respect him not trying to be like what DJ Khaled is and saying I'm DJ Drama. I have my own identity. I got my own people that I rock with and we're going to do it our way. More of a voice for the streets per se. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it, man. Like he did some great things on there, getting Nipsey Hussle and Jeezy together. Of course, like who don't want to fucking hear that? Yeah. Um, Tyler murdered the intro. He killed it. Tyler created his bag right now. Facts. Um, 42 Doug, one of a personal favorite. 
great job. 350 hooking rest, uh, Rick Ross up with West Side Gun. Loved it. Simba, little known guys like that coming through. Saha, not a little known guy, but you don't hear from him a lot. I think he did dr- drama, did a great job of spreading this around. Yeah. Getting into his pockets, fucking with his people. Like I said at the beginning, not trying to do too much, but giving you enough to where you know, oh, man, it has been six years since I had one of these. And drama can do this and do this well. And shout out to that T.I. verse. He murdered that. Um, for that T.I. verse was me. Y'all gassing the crazy. shit out of that. But I enjoyed this album a lot more than I expected to. I'm not going to yeah. front. Um, it's a solid compilation DJ project. 14 tracks. It ain't too long. That's the little sweet spot. We know how you know how we talk on here. And he there's a formula on here. There's two artists, maybe three, that you normally wouldn't hear featured on the same record. Like I don't know how many Mozzie and uh G Herbo songs you heard before. I haven't heard any. Um, like you said, put Nipsey with Jeezy. There's Roddy Witch with with Gucci. Like there's a couple of like they're not far fetched, but they 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 work in my opinion, and then having a um like a harmonizing hook, or you know what I mean like that's that's kind of the that's the vibe putting two people together and then having staple. a having a harmonizing hook that's it, and it worked a lot. I I like the joint with um with the the Mozzie and G Herbo that been a while that shit was fire. Um, I like the even the Offset and Money Back like that's a cool little you know they having a little Migo flow off on there that that's cool for the gym. Um, but there's some good records on here, dude. I, I like I said, I enjoyed this a lot more than I expected. The intro was crazy, set the tone for the project. Tyler Credit did his thing. Um, there is a couple of moments on here that he tried to have. Like I think he tried to have a moment with the Nipsey joint, and I do like the song, but Nip, I think that's probably an old Nipsey verse, and the verse was just okay. Um, and so I, and then he tried another moment by having trouble on here. Obviously, rest in peace, trouble. But that song was was just okay as well, and so and it, those will probably have been in a stash for God knows how long. So he wanted to put them out, but he didn't. Here's the thing that I'm letting it slide: he didn't gas it as if he was trying to make a moment, like a DJ Khaled would have. He would have been talking about this shit all week, nigga. I got the last Nipsey verse. I got the nigga. You just shot an animated video, whatever the fuck. It'd have been way too much, and then we would have been let down. I was cool with the result. It wasn't as impactful as I maybe think he was trying to go for, but it still worked. That the song with T.I. and Simba is fire, but T.I. versus terrible, bro. Like he off beating uh, it. And he yelling and shit. Like I don't like that flow. Relax. Y'all Just like that? Relax. F- I don't yes. like how he's sounding on there. Yes. He switched. Uh, it go up. back to the old yeah. T.I. flow, bro. That Just had it. another flow. He had another flow on that JD and currency. He letting you know, nigga, I'm 40. I got 50 flows in the bag, nigga. He yelling on that me. drama, though. I was like, nigga, what is he talking about? <laughs> Stop, bro. It's he was ripping, song. man. I don't even understand why you saying that ain't good. It sounded like he was on beat, bro. Listen to it again. Listen to it and see if he's on beat. He's off beat for half the verse. I think he's just trying new shit because he's getting close to his last That's No, nah, that's fair. Try, try new flows. Try new, try to change your voice, but that shit don't sound good, bro. I like but it. I will say this, though. You, I'm a T, but again, T.I. is probably my favorite rapper ever, so you can't ask me. I'm biased. That's fair. The, the standout joint is the last record, though, with um Sci High oh, and um man. and the young boy La Russell. Dude, get Sci High a million dollars for that album, man, because I want to hear it. Like, can somebody just give him a million dollars for that album? Like, somebody just give him anybody, like, please, anybody, man. Can we do a GoFundMe? Can we start a GoFundMe and get him a million dollars together so he can drop that album? Because I want to hear that. That nigga been rapping his ass off. It been soulful. It been like on the Kanye blueprint type beats. Like, I want to hear 14 Sahai songs just like that, dude. Please. <laughs> and thank you. Jeez, He's teasing, bro. That. Damn, yeah. that nigga was killing that. It's a good, it's a good project, though, man. I can't even front. I was like, oh, no, nah, I ain't mad at this at all. Oh, yeah, drama did his thing on that, and it, like you said, it, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too DJ Khaledy, but it was yeah. perfect as far as a six year hiatus from the last time we heard. Does drama get on your nerves when he do his talking? Does that bother you? No, nah, because it's classic. It's nostalgic more so. No, I agree. It don't I mean, bother me either. But I could see how it would bother some people who weren't didn't come up. Like if you came up and you remember that that trapper died, like that shit, yeah. like that Wayne, that dedication, you're like okay, yeah. 
this is nostalgic. I like hearing this actually. So. And he don't do too much of it to not to oh not to God. me. He not all over the shit. Like it just he is artistic with it, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, it ain't just no random normal yell. It is like it has an artistic value that he adds to it. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at it. My homeboy was like, "Man, I can't stand when he talking." I was like, "Really? It doesn't bother me. Mind. Like, I don't need it, but it, it doesn't bother. It don't make me want to turn it off." Yeah, that's <laughs> different. Like, my lawn. All right, next we have it's me. All right, Complex, your favorite media outlet, AB. Mm-hmm. They dropped their media power rankings list. Yep. We're it's top go 25, the top, too, by the way. Top 25, okay. right. Yep. We're going to go over the top 10 yep. and see how accurate they were. If On Deck TV podcast wasn't in their top 10, then they weren't accurate at all. Uh, AB, what did you say about the complex list? Um, I thought this was an interesting list, man. Uh, first, you know, we got to go That's through the, the criteria so then that we can understand what it is they're actually basing this shit off of. Um, they said the list is a ranking of people, not platforms or shows. They focused on individuals who are public-facing personalities. So you will not see Shade Room, Say Cheese, or Drink Champs, but you'll see Nori. Um, and then they said they ranked them. They, they did a scoring method on five categories. Commentary and banter, star power of guests, consistency, viral moments, and integrity of content. Those were the five um, criteria, I guess. And then the last thing they said... Uh, they engineered the list to be a ranking of right now, which means the current relevance and influence supersedes legacy and longevity. Because there may be some OG DJs on here that may be ranked lower than a Twitch personality. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may Sound be. like a whole lot of cap to me. No, you got to set the parameters, though, because then you won't have anything. No, the parameters is, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Just sound like cap. The parameters are cap. You have they have to be there. You're right but. for sure. Um, but to see the number one, uh, I'll say what was interesting before we say to who it is. Two of the top three are former complex employees. Um, so I thought that was interesting. That was the first thing that jumped out to me. Um, and so I don't know. I, I, number one, I, I'm not mad at. I don't agree with number two. And I, I, it's good to see Gillo and Wally in that top five. I respected that. I'm not mad at the top five except the number two. That's really the only one that stood out to me. Like, eh, that's Cal. Really? Yeah. Um, Mad at the top five. Nor, are we going to go over? Yeah, what's the top five? All right, five, we got Nori yep. from Drink Champs. Number four, we have Gillian Wallow from yep. Million Dollars Worth of Game. Number three, Charlemagne the God from The Breakfast Club. Number two, DJ Academics. And number one, drum roll, please, brrr, Joseph Button from the Joe Button Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's top five pretty accurate, AB. Right, yeah. You just said you didn't even know what podcast DJ Academics had. I've never listened to it. That's what I'm saying. I only know I only know DJ Academics from his time at Complex when him and uh Joe Budden did the show. I mean, you know him, uh, you know his YouTube is, videos course. though. Yeah, I mean, I know like yeah, the old Chicago stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. haven't listened to anything recently. But I get it. I mean, I understand that he he's not he one million percent is not talking to me when he covers hip hop. And That's I was, true. I get that. So That's it's true. cool. Um I mean, I don't what my question to you would have been, how how much of these people do you listen to? The top two on a on a regular basis? Yeah, like on a regular basis, who would you say you listen to the most on here? Probably by default, it would be Charlemagne, because that's Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Okay. Yeah. That would be Joe Button. Yeah, I listen who? to Joe every week. I listen to <laughs> I listen to Joe every week. But I don't I hardly ever listen to see I like Gillian Wallow just because of their social media. I don't really think they do a, a fantastic job at interviewing. I don't think that's their bag, but people fuck with them, so I get it. I listen to Drink Champs and there's a big name on there. I don't even know who Kasanat is. He'll tweet no shot to him or nothing. Yeah, that see that ain't mine. Yeah, that ain't our line. He ain't talking to us. I watched my first Carissa Please interview over the last two weeks, and it wasn't bad, actually. She doesn't do a bad job. She know what she's there for. It was with Kevin Gates. So it was a little loopy and out of the yeah. way. She was. I, I commend her for being able to, like, steer that interview straight, actually. His 
crazy still with his dementia, <laughs> whatever he got going on. Uh, but yeah, yeah she was like, number seven cool. for the record. Yeah, she was number seven. The, the list is cool. I'm not mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. Yeah, Elliot Wilson was number eight. Vlad was number nine, and Math Hoffa was number ten to round out the top ten. Um, I've never seen Vlad before. This is my first time ever seeing his face on that pitch. Really? Yes. That's funny as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I get. I've heard. I'm familiar with everybody. There wasn't one person that looked on this list and was like, "Who is that?" I've heard of everyone. That doesn't mean I know exactly what they got going on, but I've heard of everyone. And if I, if I had to argue someone was too low, like Sway, I think it's a little too low. They got him at 23. I just got through. I literally just got through watching him and um interviewing Alchemist and, and Larry June before we started hitting record. Um, so I, I like Sway's approach to the interviews. And um, he, he likes to get to the game. Um, like when he talks to Kevin Hart or or even Larry June, for example, he likes to get to the game and the business. And I, I really like when he talks like that. But he doesn't have the viral moments um, that would get you on higher on the list. So I understand that. But it's a, it's a pretty Warren's solid man. list, though. Your boy Adam 22 on here. Yeah, I saw him. He feeling they, they like they're coming to get him. I, I didn't see him, him tied to white supremacy. They didn't put the kids shit on him like they come. They, yeah, they, get that on. Hey, they got the chop aimed at him right now. Out of here. <laughs> uh, I was surprised to see Nadesca on here because I didn't know she did stuff outside of when they had the show with Joe and Act. Yeah, uh, she Nor ain't on Complex Warren, no more. Right. Narwar is... I mean, that is a very unique. He he got a niche and he's driven that like to the moon. Yeah. So I respect him for that. Um, who else? Adam. Who was number twenty two? By the way, of course, number twenty two. Never heard of that. I ain't never heard of. Oh yeah, that arrow. Um. Yeah, that's it. Rosenberg flex. Yo, girl, Angela Yee, Ebro, my baby. Angie. You know this dude at number eleven. I just been seeing that clip going around with him talking about Kelly Oubre. And this ain't no shot. I had no idea who that was, bro. Hey, that shit was funny. <laughs> that's low day. Man, I don't like that. that that's a... That, I don't know, bro. That's... that's, that's Kelly Oubre clip too say. funny. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm familiar with him because I know what Hollywood Unlocked is. And um, yeah. he had a really... He had a real good interview on something. I was actually surprised. And he sat in on... um. On Breakfast Club, as a really? guest host when Angela Yee left, he was actually pretty funny because they would talk. Well, I thought he was like a basketball player or something. I was like, this nigga was in the league shooting oh, Kelly nah. Oubre like Hell, that, nah. <laughs> and I ain't know because he was nah. on the pivot. And yeah. I was like, man, why is this nigga on? But I guess, guess he crazy. a media personality, man. But the shooting that's a shot crazy. at Kelly Oubre is is fucking hilarious to me. But he on on Breakfast Club, he was funny though because they were joking on. They had the gay jokes on him and everything. That shit yeah, was you, funny. You, you mentioned you know? that, yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Jason Lee is number 11. I had no idea who he was, and there's a clip going around of him on the Pivot podcast, which is a sports podcast. That's why I thought he, I thought he was an athlete or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, he was on there talking about how he was shooting at Kelly Oubre, and Kelly Oubre pulled him to the side when he seen him. He was like, hey, bro, like, I, cool that you like me and everything, but my nigga, I'm not – I don't go that way. So if like, you've seen some please? of Kelly Oubre's outfits, you can see why he he may have been confused. Oh, really? Oh, you I, okay? So you I, haven't I, seen I Kelly Oubre outside of a nah, <laughs> walking through Kelly the tunnel? Oh, okay, no, no, I ain't never seen it. Okay, so that makes it. Then that's so, what yeah, he. It was a reason. Okay, I get. Right. I thought on, he was now. just like. I thought he just seen Kelly Oubre. First of all, was he watching basketball? <laughs> that's yeah. He be at games and shit. He be no tapped way. into the. He be tapped. He do. He run a fucking. Media, like, you know what I'm saying? They got to know all the news and shit that be coming out. True. Okay, so he knew Kelly. I I, yeah. I was lost in the sauce on that. No lie. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, go on here. Hop on Kelly Oubre Instagram and check out some of them tunnel fits, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, interesting list, though. Wild. Interesting list that I'm not necessarily mad at. I, I respect it. I just, I think uh, academics was a little too high. Um, He hasn't had, you can't tell me the big name person on academics other than 21 Savage within the last year that was on his platform. Like he, he plugged in with 21. Well, other than that, it's crickets. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh uh, man, last but not least, um artist, entrepreneur, scam artist, some say, Bandman Kivo is suing the freshly released gunner for <laughs> wait for it. Five million dollars saying that he paid 250k for a feature from Gunner 
just just prior to him being locked up, due to the controversy surrounding the way Gunner got out, young Kevo Kivo is saying that he can no longer use that feature. It is useless now because of the controversy surrounding Gunner. So he's suing him for five million. You think that's he got a fair argument? Can he win that? <laughs> I don't know if he can win it, but I ain't mad at it. <laughs> From what I've seen, businesses go to court and and squabble with each other over. If I was bad man, Kivo, like the best way or lawyers that I know, I'd be like, look, bro, he shucked me. I well, I didn't know the nigga was gonna snitch, so I can't use this in what we do. It's no longer profitable for me. Yeah, and I see him starting at five million, so he can at least get his two fifty back, and hoping they settle out of court. <laughs> yeah. I love to see how this plays out. I'm not sure if he can win this or not, but I tell you what, I do respect the effort. I respect the effort from this kid. Yeah. Um. They apparently, and so quote he says, "I paid Gunner last year two fifty, and months later he got a case which put my feature and everything else on hold, just for him to get released and snitch. I can't do a song with dude. I need I need my bread back asap. If they cap me, I'm going big lawsuit." That's funny, man. I, if I was gonna lawyer, I would just ask, like, why didn't you drop it before he snitched? Yeah, I mean, niggas, nah, that's shit. it. There's a rollout. There's a plan for shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people be locking that shit in way in advance. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I need some M's, man. Who knows what the song could have been him, before though. you messed your name up? <laughs> I ain't mad at him, but I don't think the it, it is set a precedent that they won't allow it to happen. Hell no. Um. <laughs> We said that Gunner may not see a lot of backlash for what happened. It's appearing that that's not going to be the case. I didn't say that. No, you said that. I said that. I did. I said that. it's going to be difficult for him to move because when people started turning their back on him, yeah. like you're going to see how important relationships are, dude. When popular artists start, not this nigga, with all due respect, I ain't talking about him, but I'm talking about little baby. When, when niggas start, stop answering his call. And nigga, because what happens, this, this artists do it. Now, yeah. Producers do it, nigga. When they stop answering the call, like all of that stuff is a culmination of what made him hot. In addition to being who he is, but don't get it twisted. It's 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 a pot full of shit, dude. And when you get cut, when the water gets cut off from all of that, and you're isolated, and that gonna come out with no beats from Metro, with no Southside, nigga, with no any hot producer and no features. It's all twelve tracks of just him. Man, it's gonna hit a little differently. He better. He better make the best music of his life, nigga. Go <laughs> with that shit. I better or, get him an LLC. Start washing cars and power. Some. Because <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. Man, I said that, bro. When niggas start turning their back, it's going to look funny. Fair or unfair? I don't, he got to learn how to move different, man. You got to. So, yeah. Hopefully it work out for that, man. Uh, <laughs> we got some wins and some losses, AB. First of all, your man, where this nigga been at? Riff Raff. <laughs> books the studio at Drake's home and he got two hours. The price was $250,000 an hour. AB. <laughs> is that a win or a loss? Jeez. This is an L, man. Like, bro. Riff got $250,000? Yeah. To spend on studio time? Yeah. That's crazy. Be independent, man. Like when you're in that independent money, different man. Like it's going that's straight crazy. to you. Damn, so that's, that's nuts. You're right. That is nuts. A sold out riffraff show would be one of like I would be. My mind would be blown if that nigga would have booked anything and it's full and people are in there like <laughs> word for word with any of his songs. I ain't. I would be completely flabbergasted, dude. I wouldn't know what to say. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. So to think that he has two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I don't even think that he could sell out a club in yeah. Alpharetta, like that's crazy to me. Yeah, nah, he can do that. There, there's, listen, man. The, the nowadays with the internet, you can find your fan base. They'll come to you, and the and you hop on YouTube and look at them analytics, nigga. They gonna tell you exactly where to go. So it may not be Alpharetta, it may be Idaho. Or maybe some no name ass city in Texas, nigga. But you're gonna go there and get a bag, <laughs> and you're gonna do that. You're gonna rinse, wash, and repeat. Uh, but yeah, there's an app that's called Stew Finder. We talked about this with your boy, um, Doughboy, or Dobie, excuse me. Oh, no, it's Doughboy. And he had that. Um, you could book a session with him for 10 bands. So Drake's home studio was on there for 250 bands. And just like that, nigga, somebody booked it. 
This does not include a Drake feature. It already says that. But now you got to get there. You got to fly to Toronto. <laughs> Just got, to say I recorded in Drake studio. Like, what? That's I don't know. I, and are they going to let me film in there? Like, yeah, like what? I don't know, I man. I let Riff Raff in my house if I was Drake. <laughs> I ain't even lying, <laughs> nigga. You serious? Right there. Also, that nigga uh, wasn't naming it. <laughs> I book another studio. I buy another studio actually away from my house if I was Drake, just so that nigga wouldn't come to my residence. I ain't even gonna hold you. And it don't come with uh, no. It don't come with no engineer or nothing. <laughs> That's funny. Two fifty for the studio time and having to bring your own team is insane. Jeez, nigga, forty got to be in there with me, dude. At least, yeah. Like, what? What am I paying two fifty for, dude? More reason for me to believe. Like, how does he have this much money if he's doing shit like this with it? Like, what is going on? Jeez, oh Christ. shit! All right, man. Next winner or loss, we got Cardi B to headline New York City's Summer Jam. What say you, AB, with no album coming out within the last what five years? It's been now. Four, yeah, that's a whatever. that's a, even still though. Surprisingly, this is a W. Cardi B got records though. Like I was, I was, what was I? I think I was on like a little road trip back home and I was listening to satellite radio and she had done a show in Miami. And I was surprised at how many songs that she had that I had completely forgotten about. Like she put on an actual really good show. I'm I'm listening to it. I'm not watching it. But I'm like, oh, she got joints. Cause she did she got features, she got Lucy, she got joints off the first album. It's actually a really solid set list she got a real scary set list that niggas is actually sleeping on so i'm gonna say w even though no new music is insane but she never pops out so it's it's, it's a moment it'll be a moment when that happens yeah i gotta go w2 i'm gonna be right there on that stream watching that one as well my feet up it's like now that i'm hip to it with the dream shit so yeah i'll, I'll watch it and i think it's a big w Facts. last win or a loss before we get out of here ab win or a loss to complex for not putting the on deck tv show on their hip-hop media power rankings list yeah we know that that's a big l man especially because they know especially because we know they watching but i ain't tripping um i see you yeah we see what's up y'all um (laughs) is that the yayo or is that the john cena which one is it if i was yayo i'd be like yayo got to come out of the woodworks bro like john cena been getting way too much credit for this and we know this is the tony yayo Fact. john cena even said it i know john cena said it in the interview like bro i got this tony yayo so people don't I care mean, too they just be running name? with Fact, especially white people they don't care and they're gonna oh, clean oh, it up yeah, a long yeah, time ago wrestling what's my girl name alexis whatever uh that was a good game too I told you about women's. Yeah, the college that was a, that was an entertaining game. I can't even front. I don't, I don't watch college anything, but that shit was entertaining. I can't even front. Um, shout out to her too. I'm a fan. I like her. I ain't mad at her. I like the sauce. Um, on deck of the week, man. We're going to IG. Shout out to Bricks versus God, man. He been banging with us for a stretch. He left a comment. Um, he said, "Man, AB. Oh, this is when we were talking about the um top ten uh, CEOs." He said, A.B. was wilding with the Dame take. I feel you. His run was short, but he embodies so much of the swag and bravado of the early 2000s rap. Like Spike would agree with me the way he would go at corporate heads like he did in backstage. Um, If anything, Suge should easily be taken off since he was just a bully. Um, If he ain't have gang ties, he'd be a regular hood bodyguard. Great episode as always. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that. He got a point. He has a point. That's true. Yeah, he he definitely used the muscle to intimidate. If it wasn't for that, yeah, you're right. He, he ain't no telling what he'd be on. Angel Reese, that's her name from LSU. I like her. I'm a fan. Absolutely. I'm a fan. She's putting on and she ain't backing down. I love to hear it, man. So shout out to LSU for that. For sure. Uh, put us on something, maybe. Uh, what do I have? I just lost it that quick. Well, Come back to me. What you waiting? got? I will. Shout out to Hulu, man. I don't know who they got in the rooms over there, but they getting some good hip-hop content out there. They have a series called Rap Caviar Presents, and they're doing the different interviews with the different one. The first one was with Tyler, the creator. That may not be your speed, but there are several people on there that you can check out. And there was another thing on Hulu, but for some reason, I'm getting the... Okay, here we go. Hip-hop something. Who that? I'll give you two when we get through. It just came up. Go ahead. What was yours? 
Um, so I watched the, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, my boy, but he been bullshitting me, letting me down lately. His new joint, The Cabin Knock at the Woods is on Peacock. Mm. It was actually, it was straight. I'm not, I wasn't mad at it. It oh, was actually, you didn't go see that in the movie? Nah, cause he, he doesn't, he killed me with the lad, with the old, he let me down with that shit. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't even to waste gas. That's how mad I was at him. Watch it at the crib. Stuff is coming to streaming sites a lot faster lately. I don't know if you've been peeping that shit, but yeah, that Creed already out on it. It's out to rent. You can't watch it. it ain't no nowhere for the free. I mean, yeah, but it's still on. Uh, true for sure. I'm surprised by that. Uh, uh, the other ones. The movie was good though. The power and influence of hip hop. The remarkable rise of so so deaf. Rap trap hip hop on trial about the Young Thug case mm-hmm. and tone deaf. Lost in hip hop, talking about all the previous murders. All of those are on Hulu. They in a bag right now, as far as the hip hop documentary stuff. So if you are into that, check out either one of those. I've started all of them, and they solid. Also, Dave premieres Wednesday. That is oh, back Dave for back. season three. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna run that old season back, man. It's the last yeah. season, I think. Ain't it? I don't know. I think they said it's the last season. If I'm not mistaken. I definitely look forward to that, man. Um, appreciate everybody tapping in as always. Leave a comment on YouTube or on IG. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in. This is the On Deck TV show. Thank you for going 10 years strong with us. We appreciate you. Yes, sir.